Hi guys, welcome to Boohoo Man's brand new podcast, Let's Talk Man. I'm your host, Josh Denzel, and today we're travelling down to London to see England and Spurs midfielder Delhi Ali to find out what he gets up to in his day-to-day life and, of course, what he wants to achieve in his career. So, Del, thanks for coming in. I know you're a super busy guy, so let's crack on. Let's start from the very beginning. We're here now. I want to talk about a little bit about your kind of your early career. So you... You're living every kid's dream from from playgrounds across the country. I mean, everyone dreams of being a professional footballer, and you're already at such a young age, and you've achieved so much. Like, can you talk to us a little bit about when you realised that was possible and what it's like? Um, yeah, I think it's strange because obviously I still don't feel like I've made it yet. Um, it might sound strange to people, but uh, yeah, I think you always have that hunger, and you want to keep like whatever you achieve you want more so it's like you never really feel like you've made it to that point but I think um yeah, obviously it's amazing to be where I am and I'm thankful every day but um you know I was always confident that I was going to achieve it uh yeah I think I don't know it's strange you never like there was never really a moment where I thought yeah oh like I'm going to become a professional footballer obviously until I got off the first contract but I always sort of my whole childhood and everything I never thought about doing anything else so not even, you know, I mean, you're skilling people up at the playground, you're playing, you're playing fives with your boys and you're like, I'm a little bit better than all of you. <laughs> no, obviously, like I said, I was confident and I, it was always like, if someone asked me what I was going to be, I'd always say a footballer. Yeah. Like I never had any other thoughts of being anything else other than a footballer. Um, but obviously when you're in school and you're studying and stuff like that, and you're like, people are preparing for different jobs. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you start to think a little bit more, but still, even then, I was always just confident that I was going to be a footballer. So. Thinking I don't really need to pay attention in this maths class. Like, <laughs> when's PE? Yeah, no, you always have to, obviously, you have to, everyone drills into you that you have to work hard in school and stuff. So I always did. But um, yeah, my focus was always football. So. Do you remember your first game as a pro? Like walking out, have you got like a, a particular memory or like a favourite football memory? I remember um, the first time I got told I was going to be with the first team at MK. Um, we was training in like a sports hall with like the under, I think it was under 16s or something we was, under 17s maybe. It was like training indoors and then the first team manager come to the training because um, it was just in like a school in Milton Keynes. And then he come to the training and then after he was like, he just said like, um, I think there was four of us in our team that was going to be in the bench for the FA Cup. And, you know, you're just waiting for him to see <laughs> who he's um, choosing. And yeah, I remember when he said my name just, you know, obviously being really excited. I didn't get to come on there, but, <laughs> you know but still just being around it at like 15 was, um, you know, obviously it was great. From this first game and obviously realising, hang on, like I'm now like, I guess officially a pro, like I've made yeah. the bench, I'm there, to then kind of going throughout your whole career and playing at the level that you have. I mean, it's only right that, that, or it's only normal, I guess, that you take some criticism. And I think we saw, you know, the other week that certain players are getting, you know, booed by their own fans. I mean, we saw that with, with Xhaka. Like, yeah. how do you how do you deal with that? Because, you know, it's bad enough when, I know even when you're playing at not a professional level, like your, your manager shout like your, your boys are saying, like, that's not good enough. Like, how do you deal with when, I guess, that public, um, I guess, grief that you get? Yeah, it's tough. Um, I think, obviously, we're still humans. And, you know, when you're doing something you love and to be, no matter what it is, whether it be football or something, something you're passionate about, to be criticised by other people, obviously, it's yeah. difficult. But, I think the main thing for me personally is obviously just the focus on who you're going to listen to. Um, whether you're playing well or if it's going bad, people are always going to have an opinion. So 
I think it's important that you don't read too much into what people are saying, if it's bad or if it's good. Uh, obviously, it's, it's nice to get compliments, but at the same time, you know, you can have you can play a game, score six goals, and everyone thinks you're the best player in the world. Next game, you know, obviously that's all forgotten if you have a bad game. So I think it's just you've got to listen to the right people, um, your teammates, and the manager. Really, that's the only people you really need to sort of concentrate on, and obviously your friends and family. So, is it easy to block out? You know, yeah, I think it's something that kind of just permeates through everything you do. Yeah, I think obviously now I'm a lot more used to it because I've been playing for a lot longer. Um, I think maybe it's just more difficult when you're first coming in, uh, mm. listening to what people are saying, but I think you just got to take everything with a pinch of salt. Um, for me, like I said, when you're so focused and you're so clear on what you want to achieve and you know, you sort of have that faith and you're confident in your own ability, uh, what everyone else is saying is sort of just like noise. You don't really, yeah. it's hard to explain, but it doesn't really like, yeah. you don't process it. I've been there as a fan, but one week, like, <laughs> you're my favorite player in the world. <laughs> no, no, no. Next week. <laughs> You sat there on your sofa, like beer in your hand, like oh, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I remember looking on. Uh, I was on Instagram, and um, you know, you get like the unread request. <laughs> oh, I remember clicking. I clicked on one of the fans once. Um, I don't know why. Like I never really look yeah. at it, but I clicked on one, and like it was like messages for like. <laughs> there was like four messages, and it was like, "Oh, you're the best in the world. I love you so much." And just like, and then the next message was like, I hope you die. <laughs> leave my club. Like leave my club. And then the next, I think I must have scored again after. And it was like, oh, you're amazing. <laughs> I want you to stay here forever. So I think it's just things like that. You obviously, I think obviously with all the social media and things yeah, yeah. like that. Um, it's amazing that everyone can have their own opinion. So I think that's a great thing about football. And, you know, it's for the fans and we're there to entertain. So I think... Um, yeah, like I said, it's amazing that people can have their own opinions. You just need to focus on who you listen to. No doubt. I want to touch a little bit on lifestyle. We know, like, we know that you're a footballer. You know, we yeah. see that every single week. But I don't think a huge amount of people know about Delhi, Delhi the person. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I want to know is, is fitness is a huge part of obviously being a pro. How do you stay kind of like mindful of staying fit when you in, in the off season in games? I know you've got obviously a gym in your gaff as well. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, just especially at Tottenham, obviously it's difficult to speak on other clubs, but at Tottenham, um, we do focus a lot on like nutrition and things like that. So uh, I have a person at home that cooks for me, so they'll always be in contact with like the, mm. the nutritionist at Tottenham to make sure so that like, you get your blood taken and things like that, just to make sure that you're, you know, you're healthy and you're eating the right stuff on the right days. Like you don't want to have too many carbs on certain days, and if you need more fish and just things like that. So they're always sort of on the nutrition side it's sort of done from the club um but then at the same time you just obviously you are sacrificed a lot and uh in the off season um because you have it's such a long season yeah and you know obviously it's nice to treat yourself sometimes <laughs> so i'll have a little burger or something in Two crispy creams, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i've got a really sweet tooth as well so it's not it's not good for me but um yeah i just think always just making sure you're during the season ready to give 100 percent and you're in the best possible condition because the Premier League is so intense and you know you're training every day hard and you just got to make sure when you have an opportunity to play and you can't take it for granted so I think you just have to make sure you're ready. True. We know football fans can be fickle. Yeah. We know opinions. We know that a lot of people have an opinion of, of what it's like to be a footballer and a perception of what it's like being a footballer. Like, What is it actually like and how is it different to I guess the, the public perception of being a baller and living that life? No, of course, um, I can't complain. Uh, I know I'm very lucky to be where I am. Um, a lot of people would love to be in my position and I know that. Uh, but at the same time, it is very tough. 
in terms of you know dealing with different situations like last season for me for example it was the first time I sort of had like a muscle injury yeah and the I didn't realize how like obviously playing all the time when I was younger and never having a proper injury like that and then for it to come back and then the first game back I've redone it so just different situations like that obviously it's it's hard when you're like sat in a physio room yeah. and you want to be out there helping your team and you can't and yeah I think it's just different situations that are, are tough to deal with and obviously if you lose a game and things like that and but yeah it's uh, it's amazing I can't really complain so true you t- you spoke a little bit about sacrifices yeah. and because what's the the biggest sacrifice I think you've you've made or, or the sacrifices you've made to kind of come so far in your career um I think you're always making sacrifices uh especially when you're if you're young and you're playing in the Premier League or even when I was playing in League One you're always sort of having to stay focused and stay committed 100% um whether it be if your friends want to go to like a party or you know go out for dinner and things like that if you have a game or training the next day obviously you can't go you have to stay uh focused and make sure you're ready for the next day so I think um just little things like that. And I can't remember the last time I had a Christmas without having to train. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, nah, I think um, there's always sacrifices you've got to make. So, But I think, it, you know, it, when you're going, coming into yeah. being a footballer, you know you're going to have to do that. So I think it's... Part Was of there ever a time when you like, you remember when like, say your boys, you know, everyone goes on those like lads holiday, like, oh, we're going Zandy, we're going Mali, we're going Megaloof. Was there a time you're thinking, ah, if only, you know what I mean? If only I'd chosen to be an accountant. But. <laughs> yeah, and no, I think, um, obviously in the summer, when you have like internationals or we only get like, I say only, but like you get like maybe like four weeks throughout the whole year to sort of go away. But then like obviously during the season and stuff, all my friends are like going on holidays and, you know, in the group chats and stuff. Um, but yeah, I remember, I think, I, I can't remember where I was. I think it might've been, it must've been international after the season. Um, and yeah, all my friends on holiday and stuff. and. But I know they they would love to be where I was. So it's <laughs> right. like you sort of have to. Uh, yeah. You're looking at the photos in the group chat. Like. <laughs> no, it looked like they were having a great time. But we won the game, so I was happy. Easy enough. Music is a huge part. I know you're big into your music as well. Like, is there a particular song you put on pre-game to get yourself hyped up? Um, at the it changes obviously when the new song comes out. Uh, at the minute, I just I can't stop listening to a boogie. Yeah. yeah. So I sort of just listen to his album like on the coach and stuff or on the way to the stadium and yeah just all the songs on there really. who's got who's got the best music taste? Like who are you sharing a playlist with on spotify in the club in at tottenham yeah um england or Tottenham? yeah uh oh at england me at england this sort of, yeah sanch is good but he learns from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> <laughs> like me sanch and ben chilwell yeah we'll all sort of sit in the chili's room. in there yeah, he's just more like just a Shazama. Like he's just, oh yeah, he's like, just trying to <laughs> trying to find out what song we're playing. But yeah, we'll sort of just sit in the room, just chill after training, and just play music. And yeah, I'm always a DJ. But then every now and then, Sancho will be like, "Oh, can you put this song on?" And you got to rate it. You're like, nah, yeah. that one don't rate." <laughs> yeah. But uh, at Tottenham, definitely me. I'm always playing the music. Or Sir Jory will play some French music if he wants to. I can imagine he's got his, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got his little well, Afro beats and <laughs> pre-game talk about a bit of music are there any superstitions like we've seen in tennis you've got Nadal before he serves he's like pulling up his socks and moving yeah. his hair around Is have you got any I guess pre-game superstitions anything you do like that's yeah. a little bit odd or quirky uh, 
Yeah, I always, I'm very superstitious. So. I used to have a lot, like, until, like, too many. Like, like half you're an thinking, hour before the game. Yeah, like, like, you, I'm, like, doing, literally from when I wake up, like, everything I'm doing is just, like, like something I have to do. Like what? Like, to tell us a little bit. Okay, well, now, I've sort of, I've calmed down now. now. But before, like, even the day before, I'd have to do eight minutes in the ice bath. Like, I couldn't do less or longer. Like, it would have to be eight minutes. That's and, painful. That's yeah. a painful one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then, but now it's just, like, I'll always get ready on my right side and then my left side. So, like, I put my right sock on, my left sock on, uh, my right boot, my left boot, just all like that. And then, uh, like, obviously, you used to get, like, treatment before games and stuff. And the physicians used to hate it because I'd never let them finish on my right leg. So, like, if they're doing <laughs> stuff and then if they touch my left, if they touch my right leg, like, when they're done, I'll make them, like, go back to the left. <laughs> right I don't know why. It was just... What, yeah, what is, what's the thought? How did that start? Like, what's the thought behind it? Because... I don't know. I've, the, the right side to left side, I've always, like, put my right boot, my left yeah. boot. I've always done that since I can remember, really. But the other ones, I don't know. They just sort of like they start, start getting do more. You see someone more. else do it, and you're like, they had a good game, and you're like, <laughs> hang on, like, what are you up to over there? Like, so, yeah, whoever scores, I'll watch them in the game. So but now nah, I think uh, I don't know how they start. It's just like I think you start doing it, and then you yeah. realize, and then when you don't do it, because I I play with I don't know if you've seen it. I play with like a tape on my knee, yeah. and before that started when I was at MK, I used to get I used to have they, like the physio said I needed it for like an injury I had or something, but then I kept having it on. And then I took it off, like, because obviously my knee was feeling better. I took it off and I think, like, I rolled my ankle or something yeah. like that. So, you're like, mm -mm. so then after that, I just, yeah, I just... Switched it back on. Yeah, I think I, I burst my fat pad in my knee. And, like, I didn't even know you could do that. So then I was just like, no, I'm putting the tape back on. And then, yeah, so I think... Um, I don't know where they, like, how they start, but... Has anyone in, in the dressing room got, like, a really weird one? Or was it just you there, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm too focused on myself. I don't yeah. remember too really <laughs> thinking about what I got. I can't remember. Not any that I've noticed. Anyway, so you're the, you're the one that everyone's looking at in the dressing room going. <laughs> but even like, no one probably, if you just watch me, you won't notice that I'm doing yeah. like my, in, in my head. Yeah. 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 But the physios obviously know what I'm doing because <laughs> they see it. And you, they're like, I'm going to have to do this half. Like, new physio figure. They're like pre warning him in the dressing room. Yeah. Like, Don't left leg. <laughs> yeah. And I always used to, um, I always like, because the drinks are like set up on the side, I'd always take, I'd only take like the back left one. <laughs> that's just coming out of nowhere yeah, but, I don't know but I'd always only take the back left one and like if obviously if that's taken like I'd move up to like the next one whichever one's the last one on the left side you're basically playing chess with the, with the drinks <laughs> whichever one's furthest to the left and at the back I'd take that one I don't know where that started but I always right. used to do that I've stopped that now I've really like calmed down with them Fair. <laughs> if I could give you one month okay to do whatever you wanted okay that wouldn't affect your fitness you wouldn't miss any games you just had a free month what would you get up to? Because I know there's so many things that you can't do when you're perfectly, you can't ski, you can't ride a motorbike, you can't do all this stuff. Like, what would you get up to? Yeah, oh, I'd definitely try some, like, extreme sports, I think. Like, well, some other sports. Um, like, I used to, well, I like dirt biking. So I'd probably give that a go. Um, I'd definitely eat bad. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? What, what what meal would you have? Like, if you go, all right, cool, you can eat whatever you want for a month. You won't get fat. You won't get unfit. I think I'd have like pancakes every morning. Um, to be fair, though, pancakes ain't actually that bad if you have. Don't try. Don't convince me. Right, you convince I'd have like the worst pancakes you can get with like all the like maple syrup. Yeah, ice everything cream, just everything. whacked on it. Ice cream. Yeah, desserts all the time. I don't even think I'd eat like a proper meal. I just eat like cakes and stuff. <laughs> All right, so cakes and extreme sports, yeah? Yeah, and like fizzy drinks. I like, I like fizzy, fizzy drink, drinks, yeah. yeah. Which, one is, which one is the elite level? 
elite. Elite uh, level. Give, give me your top tier. I want like, for me, Lilt. Lilt. Top of the top that of the tree. Lilt is not an elite drink. Lilt and Ting. No. And then Coke Zero. That's your... T- no. Unpopular opinion. Let's go. That's very unpopular. I think I'd have to go Fanta Fruit Twist at the top. Too sweet for me. That has... That's like... the Nothing can ever beat that, I don't think. And then... What else did I go for? I love Coke, but I'd probably go for like Cherry Coke. I like Cherry Coke. Um, what else is there? Tango... No. Fanta. Oh. Apple Tango. Apple Tango. Bang. Yes, that's at least so we can good. agree on that one. But I don't know if that's top tier. Yeah, I'd probably go Fanta Fruit Twist. Cherry Coke. We are. This is on this podcast. We ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. We ever had Coke and Fanta mix? You're not one of those guys at Nando's that stands there and puts the oh, cup under every single. No, you're a child. <laughs> <laughs> like that. just comes up. You think it's gonna be like, and it's just like a brown mess, and you're like, this is what the five. It tastes nicer. It just tastes like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely you get a sugar rush. Right. So you have pancakes and about fifteen different drinks mixed together. Yeah. That's it. Come on. <laughs> like okay, off the topic of fizzy drinks on the surface like I think people look at you go, oh you got it all like young like fresh good clothes like living the dream of being a footballer like is there anything that you're scared of I'm not talking about like heights or spiders or if there's anything that you you're like you get worried about um yeah I think everyone that's scared of something I'm definitely scared of spiders though but I I'm think um expert. yeah I think the biggest thing is just like failing to not reach my full potential or achieve what I've been working towards. Um, that's really the biggest thing. You said, I always knew I wanted to be a footballer. Like from day, I didn't really think about doing anything else, but if you could have any other job, any other job, you couldn't be a baller, what would you do? Um, if I could have any other job. All right, I'm, I'm gonna start with what job I would want, okay? I'd be, I think I'd be like a private jet pilot for like a billion, for Dan Bilzerian. Oh yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Or yeah, or I'd be Dan Bilzerian's bodyguard. Not that he needs it, but I'd just roll around with him and live his life and not have to do anything. I think I'd be like a pro gamer. A pro gamer? You that good? No, I'm not good, but you said I, I could. All right, okay, fair, fair. All right, caveat. <laughs> if you could be anything you wanted. Can you what? fly planes? <laughs> On games, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, basically, yeah, a good point, good point. Like pro gamer, what game would you play? Well, I play, now I play Fortnite. 2K FIFA, so. Fortnite 2K, which one are you best at? Fortnite, probably. Fortnite. But you have, I swear you have like an actual gaming room in your house. Yeah, it's set up. <laughs> like, are you, are you sat there on your own? Like, are you late nah, at night? My friends, my friends play as well, so they'll come around and play. But yeah, I sit there on the headset. To my fair, squad. There is mad dough in it. Like these yeah. days. Like, these little kids, like, tell me. That's the worst thing. When I'm getting killed and stuff, I know it's like a 11 year old, like, laughing at me or something. Yeah. But, uh, do, do you get the abuse? Like, if you, like, you come with a headset and there's like this little kid in Alabama who's like, ah, shame on you, mate. You're crap. Get off the line. I'm like, yo, this, 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 is why I don't, this is why I don't play online anymore. Because, like, back in the day, before it was like super popular, mm-hmm. I'd be on, on Call of Duty. And I'd be there. Like, you play against your boy. That was and the like, worst. I'm Everyone all right. And then next thing you know, you're like, okay, cool. You, you walk around, you might shoot someone, and then from about 45 million miles away, headshot. Cool. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. And then on FIFA, I get bullied. I get bullied in my own house. There's, I live with two people. And I get so when I go online, it's an embarrassment. Like, at least you, at least I think you'll probably be quite good at it. Like at what? FIFA? Any any game. Me, like, I'm there, like, you know, you're not, person, oh, you're like, the, you know, when you walk on screen, it's like shh, look in the sky, and then they look at the floor, and then you know what I mean? And then all oh, right, cool, he's he's, he's done. And my friends don't even want to play with me anymore. Like, they're like, No, you are so bad. Yeah, it's uh I'm not that bad. 
Have you been have you been a gamer forever? I've always loved playing computer games, yeah. What was that what was that the first one that you were like, okay, cool, I'm hooked now? Me was Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I used to bang that. Um what else was there? Mario I used to Mario, you know, on the, the racing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just used to sit there for hours just trying right, to get the, the new lap. Zelda, like, Mario Kart. Yeah. 007 James Bond. Oh yeah, Go- was it Golden Eye? Golden Eye, the Golden Garden. Yeah. <laughs> You, you can do like a split screen. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like one pixel. Like the gun is just like a gold square. And you're like, right, I'm sick. <laughs> All right, enough about gaming. About, let's go back a bit to, to football. There's some interesting style of players. Is there a style, like, is there a player that you looked at when you come into the game? You're like, I want to play like him. Like, I love his style of play. Like, is there anyone in the league now that you look to emulate? Um, no, I think it's important that you have your own style. But of course, you can appreciate great players like... For me, um, well, obviously there's two, Messi and Ronaldo. Wait, first, who's who's your, who's your goat? Messi, I think. Straight up, yeah. Not even a question. For me, no, but of course, Ronaldo has achieved so much and proved that he's he should be spoke in the same thing. Yeah, so, yeah. but for me, I just love watching Messi play. So, who's who's on that level below? Like, who who do you think is going to be the next one to like take on that mantle? And... Um, I don't know. I love watching De Bruyne as well. Yeah, I think he's sick. Um, like obviously, being similar positions, watching what he does and the way he crosses the ball and stuff is uh, it's nice to watch. Um, but the level below, I don't know. There's a lot of players sort of like around that, it. On back yeah. level, like name. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any hobbies outside football? Like we spoke about gaming. I don't really do that much. <laughs> <laughs> Other than I'll play. The normal day for me would be train, get home, have a nap. <laughs> play PlayStation Real for a bit. <laughs> lively day. Yeah, play PlayStation for a bit. And then I'll go do recovery in the pool for like an hour. Go on the bike and stuff. And then, yeah, I don't really... Probably play PlayStation or something again. Watch TV. Socialising. There's always boys around your house. Yeah, my friends will like yeah. be there doing stuff. Because <laughs> a lot of them play football as well and they'll make out like they're coming to see me. But really, they're just coming to like play PlayStation and use the pool. <laughs> Don't even care if I'm there or not. They just <laughs> Have you got any like guilty pleasures? Like apart from your sweet tooth? Other than my sweet tooth. Um I love popcorn, but that's obviously sweet tooth. What's your what's your what's your cinema ratio? Yeah. You go you go to cinema, you're gonna go see a new film, you're like, oh, I'm buzzing for this. You're at the counter and the guy's got the box extra large obviously. Mm-hmm. What's your ratio of sweet? Do you mix? No, all sweet. Is that not too much? Like, surely no. I'm doing, I do the 70% sweet, 30% salt. No, I can't. If like, you know, sometimes people like try and chuck like salt ones. In, no, I can't have yeah. any, uh, just all sweet. I don't like the salt ones. But if I like have like a packet of like, you know, you, from like Marks and Spencer's, you can get like the sweet and salted ones. Yeah. Like I like them ones, but I won't just have like in the cinema, they're too salty, I think. Right. Popcorn is like actually like a relatively healthy snack now. Yeah, that's so like, it's like they it's come up as like a health food. So I bet yeah. you're like, yeah, walking around the chain room, like, I'm having this. I walk past a nutritionist. Like, <laughs> he's there like popcorn. giving you evils. <laughs> right, let's talk about fashion. It's a Boo Man podcast. And I know you're you're big into your fashion. I see you around Instagram's flying. How would you describe your style? Um, I think it's quite street. Okay, I'm thinking about switching up to be a little... I'm thinking about it though. It's not... Yeah. You can't... Like, if you see me in a way in, like, street clothes, you can't be like, oh, I thought he's going to be smart. All right, fair. You know, like, that's because I think... I don't know. I think I'm... I dress street. I've seen Grealish 
Jack Grealish at the FIFA Awards the other week, and I said, "Oh, that's, that outfit's sick!" Like in gonna, my outfit, and, and he said, he literally, he said, he said, he said, "Do you know what? I can't even lie. I copied it from Dell." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right, cool." And then I had a look at your Instagram, and it is exactly the yeah, same, down the to same the same so- color socks. Yeah, there's no, not the same color. He had the same socks. We had the same brand, the same style socks. Does that not make it, does that not make you feel like, yeah, you know what, I'm doing something right? No, nah, because obviously Jack's a friend of mine and we've known each other for a long time and he's always, you know, he's had his own style as well. But I think if you ask a lot of people, like me, me and Sanch have this argument a lot. Yeah. Um, and Kai Walker Peters, like a lot of them will get stuff from me. Like I'll get it first yeah, yeah. and then they'll steal it. Like I'll see them over like the next week or something. And, but I'll never admit it. Do you have to let them know? You're like, you know, like, listen, I've I've seen that before. Like, you you've seen my Instagram. Like, you saw my story, and you've gone out and sourced exactly the same. Thing. Is there like one particular outfit apart from that Jack Jack outfit? Like, is there one outfit you thought like, okay, cool, this is gonna be just me? And then the, the next week you come to train, and it's like, hang on a minute. No, nah, it happens. Like, I'll order stuff, or yeah, I'll buy some clothes, and I'll either wear it to training or out. Especially Kyle Walker Peters. Yeah, he's a fiend for it. Yeah, and Sanch, to be fair. <laughs> he copied me but the other day um, I don't know if you see it do you remember you done that? Do you see the FIFA thing you done he had that Louis Vuitton yeah, like, yeah, yeah. harness thing and then we went out for dinner and I had <laughs> I had like it was like a, I think it was a new season one or yeah. something to what he had and then um, someone sent Sancho a picture he called me called me at like 12 o'clock at night like why are you copying my outfit <laughs> I was like <laughs> he called you at 12 you're, you're in bed you're like this is yeah, he was obviously or... yeah he was off the next day and then he called me, woke me up. And I was like, what do you want? <laughs> he was like, why are you copying my outfit? I was like, what do you mean? Is it, is it ever like a race to get it on Instagram so you can say like, you can claim it? Like, yo, that's my drip. Like, yeah, no, nah, I don't think, I think, you know, like, yeah. you have to be honest with yourself. And I was honest with him. I said, well, actually, no, to be fair, I lied to him. I said, I've never seen him in it. <laughs> so I've never seen you in that. Why are you lying? <laughs> but yeah, he knows. <laughs> have you had any like fashion faux pas? Like, what's that, the that outfit that you've looked back on and gone, why have I worn that? Have you seen the picture of me in the cardigan? With the what, the yellow, yellow cardigan, pink t-shirt? Yeah, that one. Rosary beads? Yeah, that one. That's, is that, that's the haunting you for life? That's, yeah, it's just like, every time I see it, I think, what was I thinking? Like, why would I even think that but looked good? You were young, but you know what? My favorite part of that outfit, I think, was the sunglasses. Yeah, but the, no, the worst part is that you didn't see what was on my feet. No, tell me. <laughs> Show, what's, what's in the bottom half of that picture? Um, I think it was some top man jeans. With the How, were they were they fitted were they boot cuts what was going on just straight straight leg oh, oh yeah oh they might have been super skinny actually <laughs> oh what you were ahead of your time bro <laughs> what was what, what was the correct no, you remember when everyone used to wear them plimsoll things oh not no, the Primark plimsolls Primark ones two pound fifty what a bargain but right? they were yellow oh you did matchy matchy with the and yeah and I had smiley face laces in them <laughs> I remember it so well did you did you specifically <laughs> buy those laces to put in the two pound fifty plimsolls yeah. But my friends, like, was, was going to, like, um, that picture was from, was going to, do you remember them Oceana Andre Eames? No. <laughs> Watford? No, it was one in MK. Wow. I, I, I've been to a few, and if I'd have seen you in that outfit, <laughs> would have seen me I would have. But my friend, so I wore that, and my friend wore, like, the same, but with, like, a blue cardigan, blue plips. <laughs> Wait, so you got this, you actually planned it. You're like, this is going to look sick, man. You yeah, we was, like, up. 13, and we obviously was happy because we was going, like, for one, the under 18 nights was 14 to 18 yeah. and we was 13 so it was obviously buzzing like we're going to like <laughs> do you have like a fake ID that says you're 14 rather than 13 no nah, they didn't check I don't know why obviously, maybe I looked older but I thought I looked like a baby but talking about the future coming on like 
what goals have you set for yourself both personally and in football for like the rest of your career and, and kind of growing up? Because you're still young. Um, yeah. I feel old. I feel a lot older than what I am. <laughs> Every time you get up, you start making it up. <laughs> I wake up with my knees. <laughs> no, I think, um, you know, obviously as I'm getting older, um, off, the pit, off the field, just, I just want to stay, um, you know, have the same morals and try and be the best person I can be, best human, uh, try and help other people as much as I can, try and make a difference off the pitch. But on the pitch, um, just the same, really. I just want to be the best player. I just want to reach my full potential and, you know, just keep heading in the right direction and going forward and um, you know, obviously try and win as much as possible, whether it be in, you know, competitions, trophies, things like that. But just everything, just make sure my attitude is always to win and just to keep improving and be the best player I can possibly be. Is there like a holy grail for you in terms of achievements? Is there like one thing you look at, you know, I know like a lot of people are like, okay, it's a World Cup or is it a Champions yeah. League or is it like Golden Boot? But I think, no, I think it's a team game. So it's, it wouldn't be anything sort of individual. I think winning the, the World Cup is obviously yeah. every kid's dream to win a trophy for their country. Um, World Cup and... I don't, the Champions League or the Premier League, I don't know which one, but obviously all of them would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we win the World Cup. We've got to wait for a bit of time now. That's the, that's the issue. Which one do I want next? Champions League, Premier League? Yeah, just pick one. And be like, you know what? I'll deal with the Champions League and then next year we'll do no. the Yeah, no, I think to win any of them, obviously, would be amazing. Cool. Five, five questions, okay? Favourite ever meal, regardless of anything regardless of like whether you're in season out of season roast dinner that's roast dinner day. yeah straight up roast dinner but it has to be like a proper roast dinner none of these like half-hearted ones like home cooked or yeah, always home, no, home, kit, home cooked with like cranberry sauce and everything like the stuff in pigs and blankets yorkshires but i want like four yorkshires <laughs> how much gravy, gravy. That's the question. yeah not like not swimming in it but enough fair fair have you got a like not a favourite embarrassing memory, but like a funny story around like an embarrassing memory that you have. I remember like going to Butlins as a kid and like there was this one zone in Butlins where you could make a music video. And I was like, dad, I begged him. Oh, I was like, yeah, dad, 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 I beg like you that. let me. And he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> Bear in mind, like, I can't dance. I can't sing. I was like a chubby little 14 year old. And then I found the video on VHS like a year ago and I put it and my dad showed it to everyone. And it's me like, mouthing the words into like, you know, one of those like microphones that's about this big. It's mm. like a coat. It looks like you probably put like ice cream in it. I'm spinning around. I don't know the words, but I'm just having the best. Time. And then I was like, everyone was looking at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> but have you got anything like that? Yeah, I have. That reminds me, I have a really, yeah. Um, basically very similar. Um, when I was younger, I went on holiday for like one of the first times ever with Harry's family. Went to like a caravan. We went to, I think it was Cornwall or something, for, like a caravan <laughs> thing. And uh, there was like a talent show. <laughs> and obviously I thought I was like a really good break dancer. Like, oh, as a kid, how yeah. old are you at this point? Um, must have been 13. Nah, younger than that. 11 maybe. Old enough to know what I'm doing, but young enough for it to be okay. Yeah. Like, I think I was maybe 11, yeah. But like, anyway, I've gone to this talent show. And to be fair, it's really nasty from Harry and his sister because they were like making out to me. I was really good. Oh, no, I'm, in the, I'm in the room, like, sure. <laughs> but you're like doing the warm up. Yeah, like, what like, about this move? Yeah. yeah, I'm like doing a head, I'm trying to do a head spin and that, like nearly breaking my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but 
like in my head I'm I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm yeah. good. But obviously like growing up, like when I was in like in the streets and with my friends, yeah. like playing. Like I always thought I was a good dancer anyway, so I'd be like walking around like doing <laughs> oh, no, But I was really bad, yeah, but yeah. I was really bad. Now I realise how bad I was. But and then there was this talent competition and I remember like obviously I walked in there like I had like a flat I always used to wear a flat cap that had hustler written on it. Like King Hustler. <laughs> no, so I had that on from the market. <laughs> Please tell me. So I'm like walking, I'm like waiting for my turn, like you know, I'm like still on the side, like you know, you're, you're, you're just letting people know what you got, like you know what I mean? Just, so, like, yeah, yeah, just like up. giving them like little tasters and like, you know, everyone's thinking. Then this, I remember this girl con just before me, and she was like a gymnast, and she was doing like back flips, like you know, like they start on one and then they're like oh, across yeah, the it's whole like, thing, like she's doing like, style, like, yeah, like yeah. keeps back flipping, like the handspring things. And I was thinking, yeah, sorry, she's, she's all right, but she's I've, right. I've got a little. Yeah. So obviously, then I've come up and my, I think it was like Kid Cootie song, wherever it was. And I started playing. I've like walked on with my flat cap. <laughs> Everyone's obviously thinking I'm about to be sick. And then, yeah, it's just, like, I remember when I was dancing, like just looking around, no one was like smiling. Just Every, everyone was like, place. everyone just felt sorry for me. And yeah. <laughs> and after that, I went to do the head spin, fell over. <laughs> then I got up and I like, <laughs> like a little post. Started it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I walked off. And obviously when they uh, announced who won, I still thought I had a chance of winning. <laughs> Where did you come on the rankings? The like, girl come in doing the backflips and just took the award and then went off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that you know what? Way. That's poor from the people that you're around. Yeah. Because they were like, to do that. like, obviously, and then after, like they were laughing when I was dancing. But like the whole time before, like the week before when they've seen the hard work I've put in, like <laughs> the <training>. practicing. <laughs> they're saying, yeah, that's well good. That's well good. But then when I started dancing, they were just cracking up. Was... Oh, that is bad news. I don't, I, that's like harrowing. Like, I'm surprised. That, I'm not surprised that you remember that like so clearly. Yeah, no, I remember it really well. Have you got like an all time favorite album? Um, yeah, I think it's got to be 50 Cent. Get Richard Die Trying. Mm. I remember sitting in my room. Rapping, many men. <laughs> me. like, that was the soundtrack to my first ever house party. And honestly, I was, I was drinking, I was drinking a, a Bacardi Breezer. Don't know if that was legal at the time, but I was like, I was like, yeah. I remember like rapping into the bottle of Bacardi, swigging it like, yeah. You know, when you hold it, you hold it like this. I was like, Whoa, what's going on? You're cool. Wow, that was bad. Going out to the garden, trying to chirp, like mm. poor form. For like two Bacardi breezes deep, I'm like, oh god, my chat's it's not got any better to be honest with you. I can't lie. <laughs> Your man's gotta be Craig David, born to do it. Craig David, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Craig David. Don't ever slander Craig David around me, bro. No, I don't really listen to him, but it's it's like he he made it all possible. <laughs> he opened doors. Yeah, trust me. He he had like the pineapple head. Do you know when you know when they used to like have all the little twists mm-hmm. and then they used to just put a little, you know what I mean, little hairband around it, looked like a pineapple. Sick. <laughs> 2001 game changer, bro. Role models. Who who is who is like a role model to you? Whether it be football, whether it be in sport, whether it be in life. Obviously, like parents and stuff. Yeah. Favorite ever career moment. I'll let you have two. Go on. Two. Okay. Uh, I think Champions League semi final. About to say. <laughs> Not the final. The semi final. Um, and probably scoring at the World Cup. Scoring at the World Cup. How did that feel? Like, give us what was going through your head at that moment when you when you realized the ball was hitting the back of the net. You was like. Yeah, it was a lot of relief. Yeah. Because obviously, um, well, I got injured in like the first game. And then the World Cup's not that long. Yeah. So like, and if you have an injury, like you could miss it's it. The whole, so I was like just working hard every day to try to get back. And then, yeah, to get back on the pitch, play a couple of games, not scored. And the team was playing really well. Um, had a few chances and stuff. And I was just getting angry with myself because I wanted to score. Yeah. 
Uh, we're still winning, so it was good. But you know, to finally get the goal, uh, what I'd obviously dreamed about as a kid, um, playing in the World Cup and to score. So yeah, probably them, them too. So that was Delhi Ali. I hope you enjoyed. I had a wicked time down there in London recording the podcast. If you liked, make sure you subscribe on your app of choice.